0: This portion of the podcast brought to you by Theragun. All right, so I've had my Theragun for about a month now and I have to hide it from my kids because they keep swiping it. Listen, I'm trying really hard to not let the daily stress of this whole living upstairs situation get to me i'm so thankful that i have a gym to go work out at and i'm also very excited that this theragun has come into my life now because i'm not bouncing back as quickly as i used to and that's not to say i'm not in shape because i know i'm in shape but dang i'm 43 years old and trust me the last place i want to go is a chiropractor i don't have the time and i don't have the desire and that's why i love the theragun you can take this thing anywhere if you are at work you can use it sitting at your desk. If you're watching TV, pull the Theragun out. So if you're wondering how the heck this works, let me explain. The Theragun uses a scientifically collaborated combo of not only depth, speed, and power, but you also can rest easy knowing that it is so quiet, like as quiet as an electric toothbrush. So if you're treating your muscle tension from working out or an injury, or you are just stressed and you need some relief, this is the Theragun to try. I have the Gen 4 version of Theragun, and you can try it for 30 days starting at only $199. Just go to theragun.com Lisa right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun. Again, that's theragun.com Lisa. Theragun.com Lisa. What's going on? Happy Friday, it's May 28th, 2021. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I'm Lisa Page. You'll have to excuse any of the background noise. The guys are directly below me on the first floor doing something with lighting. I can feel them, I can feel the vibration in the floor of them pounding on the ceiling and there's nothing I can do about it. It was either record right now or wait another week and we're not doing that. I got a very important guest on in just a couple of seconds. I want to just recap here that Spencer Corson, who is a good friend of mine and Stu's. He did head security for Glenn Beck for years and years. He was in New York with us. He was in Philly with us. He was down here in Texas with us. He moved to Austin a while back and then decided, you know what, I'm going to write a book. It's called The Safety Trap. And if you don't know anything about Spencer, I mean, obviously you can Google him, but he is a threat management expert. And he's pretty good about hooking you up with proactive strategies to protect yourself and your friends, your family, your loved ones in the event of some type of hostile encounter or an emergency situation. Side note can you hear the buzzing underneath me? <laughs> So Spencer just dropped this book on May 18th. We had him on with Chad. He was on the Chad Prather show a couple of weeks ago. He was on with Stu. He was on with Glenn. He's been making the rounds. He's got a podcast out. All of this stuff will be linked in the show notes. But I'll have you know that Spencer's been working on this book for a couple of years now. And I remember last summer us going back and forth talking about him coming onto the podcast so he could tell you what you need to know. If you're on Instagram with me at Lisa Page Made Me Do It, then you know Spencer got me a tactical stabbing pen. Spencer was concerned with my nightly walks because you know in the burbs down here, but I digress. Anything is possible in this trash fire world that we are living in. And so you better be safe than sorry. That's all I can say. So without further ado, let me bring up our guy amongst the buzzing that is underneath me, this is what we're doing. A little ghetto, but just bear with me. On the line, Spencer, can you hear the racket behind me? Can you hear it at all? It Listen. sounds
1: like you're in Charlie Brown's classroom. How's, how's everything going over there?
0: <laughs> I was just saying a couple of minutes ago how you and I, we were back and forth last summer talking about this book and how you were launching your podcast and how we had all these grand plans to finally have this moment in time where we can talk and talk about your book, the safety trap that's out now, it's climbing the charts. And here, I'm literally like, the floor is vibrating right now and not in a good way, if you know what I'm saying. like. <laughs>
1: So there's no 25 cent thing next to the bed. That's like how no. long do you want this vibration to last. Right.
0: No, no, I no, this is, this is, this this ain't no 50 shades of gray shit, Carson. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're still gonna, we're going to power through because that's what we do. And I know that you are so booked. You've been making the rounds. You're doing speaking engagements, you're doing a million trillion podcasts, not to mention your own podcast that you did launch last year, right? And it's available everywhere you can yeah, course, get your
1: Corner, wherever your favorite podcasts are streaming.
0: So not only do we have the podcast, but we have your book that is in stores all over the place. How did it feel to go to Barnes & Noble and see your book right there on the shelf?
1: It was so surreal. It's so surreal. Like, I don't have kids, but I imagine it's, you know, like after, after uh, your child is born and they, they put them in like the galley, like behind the glass and you see all the babies, but you know, which one is yours. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt looking at the Amazon rack with like, like my, my name next to, you know, like Tim Ferriss and Sebastian Younger and, you know, uh, it was, it was just surreal. It was yeah. just absolutely surreal. And it, you know, and my mom, you know, God love her. The day the book out came out, my mom drug my dad to like every bookstore within a sixty mile radius of their home. <laughs> and
0: That's adorable. And like took
1: pictures of all the bugs and like, why is this not on the top shelf? This needs to be on the top shelf. But listen, your your audience and the Blaze audience from from that day that I was on Stu's show and on on Glenn's show, we hit number sixty four on the overall list. We hit number one bestseller on several other lists, and we've been a number one bestseller on Amazon uh, every day since. Mm. We missed the the Times list by a couple hundred books, uh, and if they had, I, but our audiobook sales are through the roof, mm-hmm. which is which is really cool because I was I was really happy to be able to do that myself. That's amazing. Um, but. Yeah, no, it's, it's I mean, for, for week one, I mean, that's pretty incredible. We
0: were talking a couple of weeks ago when you were at the Blaze and we went live and we're, you know, getting into how you had the fun task of recording the audiobook, which sounds like the most tedious, frustrating, obviously very time consuming thing. Uh, I don't know how you did it because how many hours did it take you to do? Wasn't it something insane like 12 hours a day and you recorded for four days?
1: We recorded for 50 hours, and oh I think my. the book is like 12.
0: Oh my gosh. It was
1: such an arduous process. A lot of fun, but especially since we, we were recording it when the, the lockdown protocols were still in place. So oh. I had to basically move mattresses into my office to soundproof it, and then I had a Zoom set up on my laptop with, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> with a sound engineer mm. and then i had my desktop set up with a zoom link to the uh, producer so i had my headphones and then one ear pod in one ear for one and then one ear pod in the other ear for the other and then had to read the book from my ipad oh my so
0: That's it right. was because you couldn't go into the normal studio like back in the pre-covid times where you'd roll in and there'd be a sound engineer on the other side of the glass. You're doing it right. on your own Someone
1: with a teleprompter that would just like read it through and you'd be sitting down nice and comfortably and it would just scroll in front of you and then you would just read it. Mm-hmm. Was, but now this was me sitting here with like apples and, and, uh, Uh, I had some, like, apple juice and some apples just to, like, keep your voice, your your voice strong. You know this, like, as a writer, you keep wanting to edit your own words, but you have to read it exactly how it is on the page. Mm -hmm. So, making all those, like, well, being a protector is a craft I've honed my entire life. Being a protector, being a protector, being a protector. It's like, wow. You think if I wrote these words, I could actually say them.
0: The book is awesome. It's a, it's kind of an easy read. I'm not saying that you're going to breeze through it in a night. But I mean, you have a thousand trillion tips. And actually, when I, I gave my mom a copy. And so last week, we were okay. driving. Listen to this, Spencer. Like, she's all trying to be all spencer on me. So we were driving, and we were at a stoplight. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Lisa, you're 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 way too close to the guy in front of you. I'm like, what? She goes, Spencer said in his book, you need to be far enough away from the person in front of you so you can see their back tires. Because if there was (laughs) ever some type of situation, uh, because it's not like riots are uncommon. I'm not saying in the burbs of Dallas, but you never know. She's like, you gotta be able to get out. You've gotta leave enough space to, to make a quick getaway. And I was like, okay, Marlene, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and then i told well, it's that not even
1: just like if you're under attack over a protest but what if like the person behind you is is checking their uh, updating their instagram and doesn't realize they're about to slam into you at a red light right or the yeah they're rolling back car coming up behind you and you have enough turnout space to get yourself out of the way you can really avoid a rather serious concern just by having that extra turnout space
0: you've got to be one of those front seat drivers where if you're not driving but you're with somebody else are you like bro bro Back up, back up. You're too close to the car in front right? of you.
1: You know what? One of the great things about having served in the military is, or at least in my, my personal experience, but I got to fly with like some very experienced helicopter pilots uh-huh. that just do some absolutely insane things and, you know, flying nap of the earth and, you know, just literally over treetops and under bridges and landing on rooftops and, you know, flying through downtown alleys. So mm-hmm. I've just kind of learned to like when in charge, be in charge and otherwise just, you know, <laughs> hope and pray. Uh, so I, I try not to, because a lot of you know, especially you also don't want to distract the driver by like, you know Shouting out instructions and distracting them which can make the situation even more, even worse. But yeah, I, I don't like to be driven
0: I'm quite loving my tactical stabbing pen that you so kindly sent me last week I
1: have not laughed that hard in a long time as when I watched I'm sorry What is your friend Brittany name? Brittany? When I watched you and Brittany do your your demonstration? Did you like our demo? That, I yeah. That was fantastic. Perhaps not the most um, <laughs> effective technique, <laughs> but the, you know, but your willingness to participate in your in your own protection, A plus. Um, we're, A trying. plus
0: we're trying. We're trying. Okay. We're trying. I'm reading some of these reviews, Spencer. Have you gone on to read some of these reviews, especially on Amazon? I mean, it's five stars right down the list. Everyone. Uh,
1: so it, I'll tell you. So you know i I've, I've i've advised a, a lot of public figures a lot of celebrities a lot of ceos a lot of and the number one thing i always tell them is like never google yourself mm-hmm. never read the comments mm-hmm. and so i have intentionally been i've been asking people you know very nicely if they would leave a comment or leave a review but i have not gone gone through and read them at all however i have friends and family who um, who have been screenshotting all of them and, and sending them to me. And, and they the ones that they have sent me have been very positive.
0: Okay, well, let me tell you this. Okay, so Susan, she bought your book on the day it came out, May 18th, and she's giving you five stars, enlightening read. She goes, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. What I discovered were many inviting chapters, each explaining and teaching me about different situational Predicaments that I or anyone might find ourselves in, and how to beat the resolution. I'm now going to listen. This girl's a fan, Spencer. She's not only read your book through; she's gonna go listen to the Audible version so she can make accurate notes in the book. At the same time, she's
1: a fan. I love that. This is one of those books where, and I, I did as much as I love the title and you know the the safety trap for those who who may not be familiar. Is a, a term a phrase I coined a few years ago to help my clients better understand how we are most at risk when we feel most safe. Because when our vigilance goes down, mm-hmm. our risk has a tendency to go up. Because you know we're just not expecting anything to happen, so we're not you know actively looking for the warning signs. But I didn't want this to be like a fear mongering book. Mm-hmm. I didn't want this to be like a ooh like the you know the world's out to get you. What I wanted this book to be was, hey look like. I've done 300 protective missions to 163 different countries with, you know, from the military to the government service to, you know, public figures and celebrities and models and more. And these are the the, you know, the circumstances and the and the concerns that they have faced. And here's what you can do. Here's how you can learn from them. So here's what happened. Here's how it was allowed to happen. And here's five ways that you can keep it from happening to you. So that you can not only master the strategies to help keep you and your family safe, but that you can live your very best life the safest way possible. Mm -hmm. And so if that it sounds like that's what her takeaway was, and I'll tell you, there's 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 no greater feeling than, you know, being able to, you know, to help others.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, everybody is so anxious these days, especially over this last year, you know, with COVID and I think a lot of people have found themselves sort of going backwards rather than forward. And I only say that because our kids, for example, I mean, mine have been lucky enough. A lot of Texas schools opened pretty pretty quickly um, back in the fall. I mean, it was was at the end of summer or early September where a lot of schools down here opened back up and stuff. And, you know, parents are paranoid in kids now having to wear the masks every day. Some schools are still mandating the mask wearing, which at this point is totally insane. But we've heard and we've read stories of, you know, parents that are totally anxious. Their kids are totally anxious. Everybody's on edge. You do let your guard down more often than not, especially over this past year, because you're exhausted. And you in this book offer some counterintuitive ideas and different concepts of things that could surface or happen in everyday life that you might not think of like a lot of strategical things you go through in this book um, and I just want to give people a background a little bit if they if you're not familiar with Spencer I mean I, I met Spencer when he was working with Glenn Beck for years. I mean how many years were you were you with Glenn Spencer? It was mm, a few
1: yeah three four years maybe
0: We were all in Texas, right you came from did you come from New York too?
1: No I was with him in New York for like two years and then maybe three. when did we Glenn came down Glenn's- here
0: in 2011 but you were here when we were here i think
1: yeah i i helped with it i helped with the transition and then you know through like the restore love oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was the big
0: one yes but yes yes
1: it was pretty much from like restore honor through restore love
0: but the, your background is you're a security expert you went to ranger school you have military training you've worked as a security agent for people like glenn and other celebrities and athletes then you formed your own security company. And at that point where you're like, maybe it's time I share with the world all of the tips and tricks I've learned over the years.
1: The framework is awareness plus preparation equals safety because mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people are like, well, you know, I don't want to live in my life in fear. I'm like, well, yeah, you should absolutely not live your life in right, fear. Right. But you should always be just like a little bit afraid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? mm-hmm. Not like so afraid, because when you're if you're afraid of something, that means you're prepared to deal with the consequence. Like mm-hmm. when we get into our cars, right? And we're driving, we're a little bit afraid. Like we know that there's a realistic risk of someone you know, running a red light Yes. someone swerving into our lane or mm-hmm. like, so we're, we're, we're just like, a, we're, I always say like, there's a, a healthy sense of skepticism and a moderate dose of vigilance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're prepared. You you're understand that you're, you can, you can contend with those, those concerns as they arise because no one fears that which they know well. Mm-hmm. Being fearful of something means that you're unprepared to deal with those concerns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so then you start you know, you're, you're, you're anxious. And when you're anxious, you start to avoid. And when you avoid things that leads to anxiety and anxiety leads to just really bad Mm decision-making that ultimately winds up making these concerns worse. Because if we choose to ignore today's concerns, we're going to be forced to confront tomorrow's crisis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but to your, but to your point about why, when I started my own firm, I I mean, the, the, the turning point was Sandy Hook. Both of my parents were teachers Mm -hmm. and, I had all of these people, you know, friends, family who were involved in education reaching out to me and being like, Are we next? What do we do? Yeah. Is this the right and I realized in that moment that while not everyone will have the luxury or know the luxury of having their own security detail, every single one of us deserves to be protected. Uh-huh. And so what I wanted to do was kind of parlay my skill set to the other ninety-nine percent of the world, the the parents, the teachers, the husbands, the wives, the the business owners the you know everyone in our everyday lives who can just benefit from just learning these core key concepts about how to ensure the certainty of safety for everyone involved and the book pretty much was a direct extension from that because much like i can only consult those who i'm sitting across from or can only protect those who I'm walking behind this was a way for me to disseminate that information to the masses so that you're literally getting forty four years of global experience for like twenty five dollars. It is it's a, true. Yeah. A, it is a one millionth of my of my retainer. So yeah. this was a great way to I mean, that's not one millionth of my retainer, but I know I'm what not, you're saying. You know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. this was a great way for me to give back and to You know, one of the things I, I like to champion about my business is that we help good people make bad things better. And this is one of the best ways for me to accomplish that goal.
0: I want to thank our sponsor, Grove Collaborative, for being a part of this podcast. Our white quartz countertops were installed yesterday. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I never thought the day would come where I would see my kitchen be put back together and look like a kitchen again. I could not be more excited that Grove Co. is a part of this podcast. This company has thousands and thousands of name brand and Grove brand products everything from home and beauty to personal care products all guaranteed to be good for you and your home and your white quartz countertops hey the big dude downstairs in charge of putting in these counters Specifically said, you can't use abrasive surface cleaners like Windex. That's not good for the stone. You've only got to be using gentle, clean cleansers. And now more than ever, GroveCo is my go-to. It's the only online marketplace that will deliver healthy home beauty and personal care products directly to you. They take all the guesswork out of what green and non-toxic products work best. I'm telling you, endless options. Switching to natural products has never been easier. Hey, if two million, over two million households are trusting Grove Collaborative, you know it's legit. Try it for yourself for a limited time. When you go to grove.co slash Lisa, you will get to choose a free gift with your first order of 30 bucks or more. Make sure you go to grove.co slash Lisa to grab this offer. I mean, not only do you give like examples, you have a collection of examples of like what not to do, but it's repeated over and over again. Like the takeaway is not to be overly anxious, but... Know what mistakes you can avoid and be vigilant. Yeah. Because, you know, when we feel like a threat, and I've learned this from the gun classes I've taken and the prepare when what you wear. Jara Hutchins over at Texas Gun Experience teaches tons, by the way, tons of mm-hmm. women. Great. Only, course, great yes, yes. And there's so many, and I'll link it in my show notes, uh, her link, but she teaches women. Um, how to shoot a gun for the first time. And if you are a regular carrier, I mean, obviously down in Texas, it's great because we can do that. But obviously, you and I both know, you know, the the average suburban mom isn't carrying a Glock freaking five in her purse. That's why we need our stabbing pens, Spencer. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, I, it's, it's true, are, though,
1: right? Or do they need to? I mean, right. as, as great as self-defense tools are, a self-defense mindset is better. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that just comes down to, you know, being disagreeable or like there's a whole chapter in the book about the safety trap of being too polite. There was a client, not a client, but a friend of a friend who was on vacation in D.C. And she was staying at this hotel and she went downstairs for uh, like to sit outside on the terrace for a, a cigarette and a cup of coffee. It's was like 1130 in the morning on a Sunday. And she's down there sitting at, at, a, at a table by herself. And there's another woman a, like across and there's like a, a couple, you know, a couple tables away. And this guy comes downstairs and he looks a little dodgy. he mm. looks a little shady and he's not talking to anyone. And he's just kind of like scoping out the room. And she goes, well, you know, he's, 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 he, he this guy doesn't look right. But she says, well, you know, like the, the hotel rates are really cheap right now so like i can't expect the clientele to be you know the kind of clientele we would always be and then she kind of like took her eyes off him because she basically instead of trusting her own intuition mm-hmm. she didn't want to be too impolite or judgy mm-hmm. and so she kind of looked away from him and then next thing you know, this guy was pushing her back, grabbing her purse and running away. See,
0: our tuition never fails us. I want to read you this because this woman, Misty, wrote in. And I mean, not only, Spencer, are most of these reviews, they're, these people are buying your book, but they're also getting the audio version because that's how much they love it. But this woman says, I found myself taking notes and then immediately applying these real world safety tips and strategies. Listen to this. Our family now has a nightly safety sweep routine. We've turned license plates into a lyrical memory game, and we've established the three Fs regarding stranger danger, food sources, locations with flags, and our kiddos are involved as well. She goes, having read and listened to this book because I couldn't stop reading... I had to continue this safety experience through audio as well. I've started taking a harder look at oversharing, social media, physical fitness, and generally just being prepared. And part of that is being somewhat fit so you can run if you have to. And I know a couple of weeks ago when you were visiting, I asked you about self-defense. Is it worth it? Should us women be taking classes? And your answer surprised me. Tell me a little you bit more see. about that because most of the audience that listens to this podcast... Are women and it never crossed my mind to take up what you suggested
1: two things I want to touch on here one the importance of physical fitness mm-hmm. because one you're not only participating in your own protection by being healthier and you know having having the wherewithal to know that you can over because when you're working out and there's like a challenging workout and you get through it you have that sense of accomplishment yes and that mindset of knowing you can overcome adversity is the exact same mindset that will be in place when you need to overcome uh a security concern mm-hmm. or a or you're being targeted and you want to know that you already have that skill set in you and not wonder if you have it within you. you want to know not wonder Mm-hmm. And two is that our bodies are basically like a, a battery that requires so much energy to be expended every day. Mm-hmm. And if that energy is not being expended, you know during a workout or so through some other kind of like vigorous exercise, it only has one place left to go, and it almost always goes to our anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to reduce anxiety, if you want to participate in your own protection, if you want to ensure the certainty of not just your safety but the certainty of, of your family, physical fitness is a huge huge factor. Now to your point about self defense when you are in a physical engagement if you are not a professional fighter if you are not a trained fighter if you're not someone who you know grew up boxing or or in you know knowing what it feels like to get hit then when you are confronted Your stress level is going to go through the roof, Mm -hmm. which means that your fine motor function is going to deteriorate, which Mm -hmm. means that you're going to start to get tunnel vision, which means that you're going to start. And so doing those like intricate punches to the nose or those wrist locks, those are just not very likely, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to have the, the physical motor function to do those very um you know, minuscule taskings, those very specific tasks. Mm -hmm. So what you really want to do is like big moves by me to big moves on you. And bad guys are going to do the same way. And most, most bad guys that go after women, they like come up from behind and then it immediately goes to the ground because they're either going to try to overpower you, sexually assault you, Mm -hmm. what have you. Mm -hmm. And that's where jujitsu comes into play because the ground is a great neutralizer. And the great thing about jujitsu is that it has nothing to do with strength It has nothing to do with how tough you are. It has nothing to do with how much you weigh or or any of those factors. All it has to do with is knowing how your body moves. And women intuitively know how their body moves much better than men. And so when you're on the ground and you are most vulnerable, jujitsu shows you how to use momentum and leverage and fulcrum points and Chokes and holds and arm bars and leg locks that I'm I'm telling you, Lisa, I have had my butt handed. I have been choked out, tapped out, leg locked, arm bar, guillotined, <laughs> by women who weighed uh, who women that weigh less than less than you. Jeez. And I'm a big guy.
0: Yeah, I'm you're like a big six, guy.
1: Three two twenty, and I'm telling you, it is humbling when you know when you're rolling on the mat and you get choked out by uh, by someone, you know, a third year size. And so the great thing about jujitsu is one that it's fun, two it's a great workout, but three, it is the most practical, most realistic, most effective self-form of self-defense that absolutely anyone can get into. And so many of these schools are popping up now in and around Dallas, in and around Austin around the country. I just got my six-year-old nephew into into jiu-jitsu, and I can't wait till my niece is old enough to get in. It's great for the family. It's great for fun. It's great for fitness. It's great for safety. Jiu-jitsu is one of the best, hands down, the best self-defense skill Mm -hmm. that absolutely anyone can learn to help them succeed in staying safe.
0: If you had asked me five years ago, even three years ago, would I need this? I would be like, yeah, I don't really think so, Spencer. Like F45 is fine. But- considering the trash fire world that we're living in anything is possible it's really not unrealistic to think you could be walking from the you know the target to your car at the end of the parking lot and some rando is going to come up and try and steal your purse or take your kid or try and steal your car my girlfriend last summer she was at a soccer game you know in the burbs here right in like one of the our neighboring towns collieville And you've been in this area. It's very nice, super Mm -hmm. suburban. Not a lot happens. The cops have an easy street down here. I mean, there's nothing going on, right? And she said in the middle of the day, her car, brand new, just got it. A brand new Escalade got stolen out of a parking lot where there were 10, 11 different types of soccer games going on. So it wasn't even at night. Her car got popped in the middle of the day, people all around. And they didn't even recover the car for like a couple days later. And these guys just came in and they hotwired a car and they took off and she was out without a car. And the cops were like, yeah, it was actually the same. It was the same, I think, couple of guys that had been hitting cars randomly. But my point is this stuff happens in the middle of the day now. You don't need to wait until darkness for something bad to happen to you.
1: Yeah, we, we can no longer afford to live in a world no. that where we simply like hope that nothing is going to happen yes. and then solely rely on the first responders to save us once something does. We need, you know, everyday safety requires the participation of everyone. And like I said before, like a healthy sense of skepticism and a moderate dose of vigilance and a willingness to participate in our own protection
0: mm-hmm.
1: is those are very small prices to pay for the liberties and the freedoms which flow so so freely from peace.
0: This book is so good. Y'all need to get it. It's called The Safety Trap, Spencer Corson. It's climbing the charts. If you happen to find it, if you happen to see it at any type of store like you're at Walmart, you're at Target, any of those stores, just feel free to take that book and you just put it right there on the top and then you've got Corson's Corner, Spencer's podcast which comes out do you do two or one episode a week, Spencer? It's, I tried it's been I, It's hard you know, to do two, isn't it?
1: Today, it's really hard to do two, especially with a book tour and, you know, the you know the actual consulting business and Everything else that I have going on, I try to I try to get one out every Thursday. Okay, the yeah. Best I can. So what happens is I usually do my own, and then I'm probably a guest on one or two others that week. So mm-hmm. there's a lot out there. Yeah. Sometimes I get tired of myself talking. I can't remember. Did I already say this?
0: It's got to get repetitive because people are probably asking you the same questions, and you're actually giving the same answers. And <laughs> But I mean, the point is, we gotta get your book sold. We gotta get it off the shelf, Spencer. We gotta, pe- we gotta I, go ahead. My,
1: my, one of my real goals is that I want to see my book in an airport or on a plane. So I'm running a contest right now. Where if you if you see my book in an airport, like on an airport shelf, or if you see someone reading my book on a plane, take a photo, tag me. I'm going to send you a hundred dollar gift card to any store you want. I
0: love but it.
1: I want a photo of my book in an airport or being read on a plane. I, it's like, I don't know why, but I just, ever since I like knew that I had a book deal, I just wanted to be walking through an airport and see my book on like, you know, the Hudson News Rack or yes. something. You know, when I flew to Dallas a couple weeks ago, like the book wasn't out yet and uh, I'm not traveling on, at least by plane until next week. One contest, two prizes. First person that tags me, book in the airport. First person that tags me, book on a plane on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Instagram is uh, at s.corson. Twitter is at Spencer Corson hundred dollar gift card to any store you want. I'm really excited to see it. <laughs> That's
0: why I like this book too, because you skim through the pages and you actually don't even need to start at the beginning. Like you can turn to a page and I'm looking at protective yeah. awareness.
1: That, yeah. That was intentional. We mm. I kind of wanted it to be a come for the story, but stay for the lesson. Yeah. Awesome resource guide to read later. But then it's it's like there's like different subheads and, it's, you know, I, I, I wrote it in a style that's called like chunking. So if you don't have time to read a whole chapter, you can just read this section. But on every page, there's a takeaway. In every chapter, there's a new way of looking at the world. And I'm, I'm really proud of the book. I'm thrilled by the feedback. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of your support and Stu's and Glenn's and the support of your audiences and It's just, you guys are true, true, true friends, and I cannot thank you enough.
0: Well, we love you, and we know we we only want the best for you, and this book's killing it. And so everybody, again, it is called The Safety Trap, Spencer Corson, Corson's Corner for Spencer's podcast. He touches on a lot of this stuff, but also answers your questions, and the offer still stands. If you can find The Safety Trap in some airport little snacking section or whatever, you've got to definitely... Tag Spencer and think about where you want your $100 to be. Where do you want to spend it? Because Spencer will be on the hook for that. I love it. That's a great promotion, Maybe Spencer. we no Lisa's going to Target. All right, Spencer, you're the best. Everybody look for the safety trap. All the show links and even a direct link to his book is in the show notes. We appreciate you coming on. I know that you are so busy, but you made time for me. And as always, I appreciate you. Do not be a stranger. I know you're only a 45-minute flight from Dallas. Anytime you want to come up and grab dinner or... Come on, Chad Show, or make another guest appearance on Stu Show. You know the invitation, the door is always open for you.
1: You are too kind. Thank you. I love you. Love to the family. You guys are the best. I appreciate you all so much.
0: Shout out to Nutrafol for being a part of this podcast once again. They're making a tremendous product specifically designed to help grow and strengthen your hair. Did you know that over 30 million women are experiencing thinning hair? That's not fun. Well, Lisa, how does this work? I will tell you. Nutrafol works by offering two targeted formulas clinically shown to improve hair's growth and thickness with less shedding. It's going to target the five main causes of thinning hair, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. And it's physician-formulated and 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective dosages, giving you the most reliable results. If you're like me and your hair is just at a standstill and it's not growing at all, then Nutrafol might be for you. Nutrafol.com, enter promo code Lisa and save 15 bucks off your first month's subscription. That's their best offer anywhere and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Go to Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use my name, Lisa, to grab this offer.